Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. From the team that brought you the award-winning show Retro Replay and the Emmy-nominated comedy series Con Man comes a new idea just crazy enough to be good. Introducing Couch Soup. I know, I know, you're probably wondering, what is Couch Soup? Well, Couch Soup is content for your hungry nerd soul. Daily articles from fans, not pundits. Weekly podcasts that contain a multiverse of opinions on all things pop culture. Exclusive videos and weekly live streams where we laugh, scream, and sometimes have technical difficulties. All created by folks like you, the gamers, the film nerds, the TV bingers, comic book lovers, bookworms, and pop culture enthusiasts, all in one giant bowl of beautiful, disgusting, soupy goodness at CouchSoup.com. Hey Godzilla fans, it was Godzilla Week over at CouchSoup.com where you can catch all sorts of amazing Godzilla-related articles and videos. Be sure to swing over there for all the amazing content that we have dumped in this week-long extravaganza of Godzilla. Hashtag Godzilla Week. Now it's time for the Monarch Files! Wake up, everybody, because it's time. You're listening to the Monarch Files, your weekly breakdown of each episode of Monarch Legacy of Monsters, part of the Watching Now series on Couch Soup. On the task force this evening, we have Brandy. Hello. Lily. Hello there. (laughs) And Tom. Howdy, partners. What the fuck? Yeehaw! So everyone else can be stupid and tired, but I can't. No. no Shut okay. up, Tom. Not allowed. That's, no. that's how it goes. Anyways, I'm your host, Dan Morris, and we are here to talk about episode five The Way Out. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was suspense, Lily. Jesus. Epic. Pause. yes episode five of the monarch (laughs) monarch legacy monsters i am the monarch butterfly butterfly all right be be serious be serious van dam van dam what What is your first impressions non-spoiler take of this episode Lily. It made me cry, so we're already good. Like, you know, because I, I always say that if something can't make me cry, then it's shit. <laughs> I have very, <laughs> very straightforward look at things. But I do believe that if if it can't make me emotional in one way or another, then like, come on. And this made me emotional. So I was like, oh, we got there. We got there. 
right at the halfway point. I'm like, I'm invested again in these people. They are finally not shitheads, which is very nice. Um, I, I am, I am, I love Kentaro, and I'm glad that Tom likes him now too. So, like, you know, oh, we don't have to fight. It's not, it's not that big of a spoiler. Come on. No, spoilers so, yeah. that Tom likes Kentaro. Yes, uh, but but yeah. I uh, yeah it was it was it was a really good episode, really good. Cool, cool. And Tom. Okay, so it's open spot, but I do like Kintaro now um, as a character. Uh, but I would. This is probably my favorite episode so far, even though against well, there's no real big monsters this time. Um, I really enjoyed the drama. I loved how the story in this episode progressed, like mm-hmm. how we got revealed the certain backstories. And mm-hmm. I just felt like it's starting to hit its stride now. And I'm very keen to see if they can keep this momentum going forward. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, Brandy. I agree with Tom for sure, because this was a really, really good episode. Like I enjoyed everything about it. I was fully in it. And I'm, I, I, I got to know more. The least descriptive version. Thank you, Brandy. You're welcome. <laughs> it's the point of non-spoilers, Dan. That's yeah, exactly. Right. Sure. Brandy Shut just gave up, us a bunch Dan. of adjectives, so there you go. Yes. <laughs> we are professional really here, okay? Yes, this is a good episode. It was good because it did things. It, it, Very yeah. good. Yes. Oh, my God. No, I agreed. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good episode. Yes, again, it didn't have uh, much in the big monster action, but uh, the epic backstory i think is what really carried this episode uh as well as some of the characters kind of evolving a bit so yeah i think we're all in the mindset this this is one of the better episodes but to really break it down it's time to move on to our spoiler review Yes, so on this episode, it opens up pretty much where the last episode left off in 2015, where the gang is in Alaska at a monarch outpost, and we see that everybody is being held in separate cells. Kentaro is doing some weird thing where he's slapping concrete like that's going to do anything. Uh, And then Kate's in there saying, I'm not scared of you guys. You can't scare me while they're being watched by creepy people on cameras. (laughs) Mm. Kentaro uh, throws a chair and we get the opening credits. Uh, but then we cut to May, who is in a hospital cart in a hospital gar- gown, and she's all better. No more, no more frozy legs. She's good now. Yeah. She has mm-hmm. ten toes. She can count. Yeah, she can she count survived. to ten. But, 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 yay! So, so no. May's good. That's good. No, uh, <laughs> I suppose somehow no. May's fine. Uh, and it's then Duvall comes deal. in and talks to her and says, "You're." You're you're a tricky one because you you know how to like hide things and you, you clearly have all other things happening. Uh, and then Duvall like kind of like does a little like slides her a car like you give me a call when you need something. So there, I like this sudden like interest in May, especially because we've all been already talking about how like something is going on with May. And then Duvall's like we got to get in on this <laughs> because uh, she's sneaky, sneaky. Uh... Yeah, it, uh, that was interesting to see. Like, you know, they have to connect with someone, some way uh, to go after them, basically. But 
I, I, I will say in advance that I still think that the whole May changing her mind was a bit too quick for me personally. That 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 was my only problem. But it, like I, I think they could have waited another episode, maybe. But oh well, that's like that's just nitpicking, so it's fine. Uh but yeah, that offer didn't surprise me because I, you know, it's a big company. Of course they would see that she's, you know, has multiple passports, whatever, so Sure. Well, they obviously knew who her sister was because they were able to pull out the sister's passport, basically. And I didn't understand that. Like, why would May have? Uh, no, that one hundred percent alias. That was, that was just one of her aliases. I don't think. No, that was I don't sister. think it was. That's how I took it. Is it was an alias? Yeah, I thought it was but just like she wouldn't. You, she you, wouldn't use her sister's name. Yeah, because she said this picture doesn't look like you. Yeah. So I think it I think it was basically just Duval saying, We know who your sister is. Like we know okay. where you're from. We know who you actually are, kind of thing. So I, I think that's why secrets. Yeah, I think that's why May was like, ah right. Hmm. Why did he yeah. have to passport that? Yeah. Well, I don't know. My my interpretation of I that think was it was just, just a pretend passport. Okay. Well I I thought like it was a different name and the face doesn't look like her because like she just changes how she looks if she needs to use that passport. Like, be like I'm onto your game of you disappear a lot and you try and change your identity. I, we're, we're now want to watch you. And we're interested in learning more about you and we will find out any secrets you're hiding. And then May's like, shit, that could mean my sister. So I thought like she was just sort of like preemptively just going, I probably can't. Go but she said the sister's name. Why? name? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Lyra. she didn't think it through. From Tacoma. See, it's like Tacoma. Yeah. Which is yeah. where she's from. Right. Either to way, she was manipulating May in yeah. some form or fashion. To because she knows end. May has the files yeah. somewhere. And she says, that. She says like, I'm sure a smart girl like you has this, those files backed up somewhere. Hmm. And then it's like, is she trying to recruit her into Monarch or is it just to get the manipulate files. the situation? Yeah. They're trying to get the, the files and everything. Well, Tim wanted to recruit all three of them. Yeah, yeah. it seems like it. So, yeah, and speaking of which, we then see uh, Verdugo, Tim and Duval talking about the kids in some security room where they have the surveillance. Uh, and Tim is talking about that the kids have the legacy, like the random yeah. kids have the legacy of Hiroshi. Um, and Duval basically says, like, yeah, they're just normal kids, but that May, she's special. Um, but then she gives the notion of, like, let's release them, put them in a long leash, and we'll see where they lead us to. So they're obviously looking to utilize the kids to follow the trail that they're already started on. So it's a little bit of a change of what's been happening so far. So far, they've been pursuing the kids, trying to stop them. Now they're going to let the kids go off and follow them <laughs> to whatever end. Well, because they obviously can't find Hiroshi, so they're yeah. going to use the kids yeah. to do it. It's a smarter mm -hmm. move. Mm -hmm. Also, we we keep calling the kids, but I'm pretty sure they're all young adults at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Contextually, like, but they're Hiroshi's kids. Yeah, right. So they keep calling them the Randa kids. Yeah, kids. Done. So then we have this uh, a scene of Shaw in his cell, and a projector kicks on out of nowhere, and there's footage of young Shaw and Keiko back in say the 50s, it seems. And then there's this really, really cool bit where this image of young Wyatt Russell is on top of Kurt Russell. That's and you can just so see cool. the Such likenesses. Cool. So yeah. I like, ah, that's so good. That was like one of the best shots 
in uh-huh. this entire episode. Easily. Mm-hmm. And they had the same cool. smile. It was so good. I don't think they didn't turn the same way. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, they ruined, ruined the immersion. Uh, completely Shut broken. Up. Okay, but then, anyways, Verdugo comes in to talk to him, uh, and as they're cu- they're chatting, it cuts to Duvall, who mentions specifically, "How old is this guy? He's got to be like ninety. So he should be what ninety at least? How does he look like that? There's rumors, and it's, it's like that's exactly what mm-hmm. we've been saying. He's been around forever at this point, and she specific- she basically says exactly what we've been saying. Like he He's looks got to be in his nineties, yeah, for yeah. being in his nineties. Uh, and then Tim mentions something about a mission going bad, mm-hmm. but he gives very the little. Mission. But it's classified. So, mm, yeah. Mm, what does Tim know? But there's still this notion that Tim. I've been saying this from the beginning. I feel like Tim is out for the the greater good of everything. You guys are all like, "Ah, Tim's creepy." It's like, he is creepy. He, that, that doesn't matter. He could be creepy, but it doesn't mean he's not trying to achieve the the better outcome of all this. And you get a lot of that in this episode. You start to mm-hmm. see, like, oh, okay, like Tim seems to care about their well-being. Mm-hmm. At least that's my mm-hmm. interpretation of Tim. Unless you're all just like, no, he's just a fucking weird, creepy dude. <laughs> no, I mean, I, it, I think it could go either way, honestly. No, I, I think I think he's a good one. Yeah, I I think he's going to be an, an ally in the end. I mm-hmm. assume. Because yeah. I think he's trying to get Monarch to go in the direction that Shaw's been trying to get it to go to. Like, mm-hmm. we need to prevent G-Day, not let them fight. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I can, I can say that, like, I, good intentions deep down. He probably has, like, the right goal. He just goes about it really stupid ways, and even they call him out, and it's like, "Yeah, oh, we're just gonna save like, them." Yeah, like, mistakes were made. <laughs> yeah, Verdugo completely calls him out on that, and he was like, "Yeah, my bad." <laughs> like, yeah, that was, that was mistakes no, were made. I just want to say mm-hmm. when um, Verdugo comes and talks to Shaw, and she's like, "Oh, what are you doing uh, all this time? Why did you not escape?" And he goes, "I got really good at bocce." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I just loved like he just he was taking the piss at that point he's just like oh, yeah well the, like, the whole he, scenes of mm-hmm. uh, Shaw and Verdugo together he's like he's just smiling he's just he's like he's got all the fucking cards like talking about like calling yeah. his, like deputy director <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I um, love him yeah he's really know. killing it like this is uh, definitely some <sighs> like peak Kurt Russell action Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Russell action. Oh, yeah. We need more Russells, though, in, in every episode. Like, you know, the lack of lo- Russells, especially this is like that must the second episode where Wyatt wasn't, you know, there really, except for the bone shot. So I'm like, bring it back, please. So like, hello. Next episode, My next loins episode. require Russell. The loins. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ew. We <laughs> <I> need you. <laughs> we, we wanted monster appendages. Right. That's Brandy, not me. Yeah, no, I was going to Brandy because Brandy was being like, "What?" And I'm like, oh, yeah, you can't that's talk. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyways, mistakes were made. Great <laughs> transition <laughs> shot him into the ruins of San Francisco, which I love. Oh, that, that was shot. just crazy. This is the thing I've been hoping and waiting for with this show to get more of what was the result of the 2014 G Day event and just. San Francisco is just devastated and it's still devastated. Like it, it, nobody's living there. They're still cleaning up. 
there's no bouncing back, you know, right away from this level of catastrophe. Um, but then we see the kids again, the kids, they're landing in the Oakland airport and, uh, who comes to pick him up? But some random dude, we don't know who this is. He's kind of, he's kind of creepy. James, uh, James comes Thanks. to pick him up and he's Kate's mom's work friend. <laughs> and Kate is clearly Fuck not happy <laughs> about this. That uh, she's very definitely trying to dismiss him and tell him to go away. And he's just like, no, I insist you, you, got, you should come. So then we get to meet Kate's mom. And you realize, ah, now Kentaro gets to meet Kate's mom. This is going to be fun. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Bef- uh, before we get into that part, sure. I forgot to say that finally me addressed that who saved them. She did Kentaro. say that. She yes. did say Kentaro like- saved them. All right, girl. Yeah. Be good mm-hmm. now. Be good now. Um, yes, I did pick up on that too. Go back to the mom. Yeah, but well, I just want—I just want to jump in, mom. I just want to say I really liked how they did it, like how she was so excited, like oh, friends, yeah, yeah, and then just like how it mm-hmm. start first sunk in. He was like, "This is Kentaro Randa." It's just like, oh, and then mm-hmm. tries to play it off, but then like as she progressively breaks down more and more and more. And I just really liked—I really enjoyed how they did that. Yeah. Just like the frantic sort of like panic attack sort of deal she had. Yeah, and on top mm-hmm. of that, we also get the first real insight to Kate prior to the beginning of the show. Because up until now, we don't really know much about Kate other than she went to Japan to look for her father and she's been there. Uh, so now when she's talking to her mom and she's asking her mom, like, why aren't you freaking out? And she was questioning her, why did you send me to Japan to look into where dad's been? And then we start to learn, oh, she's been just locked up in her room for the past year and just doing nothing with her life. So it was her mom's attempt to try to get Kate to just do anything. And it's like, oh, okay. So Kate wasn't doing well at all. After Which is not surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. I, I, I think mm-hmm. they missed a, a big chance uh, with, with the mom because I honestly thought that once it is revealed that you know, Kentar was the kid, whatever, She's just gonna be like, well, I knew about it, and I was like, I was, I was waiting for that line to come mm. in. Like, I mean, she kind of implies that she had a feeling that yeah. maybe uh, there's the later line in the show where she's really? like, I was fine was, being having like a part time husband. So it's yeah, like, yeah, she, but was, it, she, she kind, she kind of knew, or she figured at least. Yeah, but you know, it, it would have been a fun dynamic that Kentaro's mom and Kentaro didn't know shit. And then we we have Kate's mom, who's like, who, who knows about the whole deal, but like, mm-hmm. oh well, works like this as well. But I I think it it, it could have created something. Maybe she does, you know? and she's playing it off. Can I could say be? their moms are awesome? I mean, yeah. no wonder Hiroshi had them both because they're both pretty fucking cool. <laughs> no That's true. That's true. Well, well, you speak of both their moms, and I just re- realized like they did. Well, they both are cool with it now. Their initial reactions were very different when hearing the news. Like Kentara's mom was just like, oh, like first mad, but then she like she tried to comfort Kate as well, be like, it's okay, we'll sort this out. But then like Kate's mom was just like just yelled at Kentara and was like, oh, just like go away. At the well, beginning, to be at fair, least. she found out differently than Kentara. <laughs> yeah, she found it, found it differently, but like I just liked like the different reactions to it, and like I don't know. Yeah, I just I just enjoyed that. I don't know if my kid would yell at me like, oh, this is the, your husband's <laughs> other kid from other women. I would be like, bitch, what? Bitch, <laughs> what? I, would, I, I wouldn't be nice to that kid, stupid fair. So I'm, I'm sorry, like, what? 
So yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, good, good. But it was good. You're right, Tom. I'm nice. <laughs> I'm being nice today. Being nice this time, Lily. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then there's also the really convenient situation that uh, Kate's mom, Caroline, and James work for this FEMA restoration project. Um, mm -hmm. And they live in the, this uh, it's FEMA, FEMA like housing that they set up for people who have been basically run out of the city after G-Day. Uh, yeah. Which works out really conveniently because Kate decides they're going to go into the city to look for their dad's office. And the mom's the perfect way to do that. Great. Nice and easy. Mm -hmm. Nice and easy. So we then jump back to Shaw talking to Verdugo again. This is where the line comes in that Shaw is basically saying that like Monarch's approach has been wrong. And they knew it's like they could have been they could have prevented G Day or at least they knew about a G Day like event for the last sixty years could have been possible. Yeah. And then the, my favorite line in this is when he when he says, "What if Godzilla lost? What if Godzilla had lost? Yeah. Like yeah. what would have happened mm -hmm. if Godzilla It'd lost? Walked? What did you say, Brandy? Because the Mutos be humping? Yeah, humping <laughs> Mutos." The, and the other part in the scene that really stands out to me is when he looks at the camera and he says, Monarch is wrong. To mm -hmm. me, I was interpreting that as he was talking to Tim. Tim slash Duvall. He was talking yeah. to one of them, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. 100%. Because he's sneaky like that. Everyone mm -hmm. is sneaky. He knows. They're all sneaky snakes. <laughs> all sneaky uh, So then we're back into San Francisco. The kids are making their ways through the city. And they narrowly avoid detection for some controls. And then this is where the really juicy bits come in. Kate starts having flashbacks to the just before G Day. And we finally, finally start learning about Kate as a person. First she is foremost, her father's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna I was gonna say that as well. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, we could be the grandmother is also the same. I, I mean, so. that would be the nice choice. I mean, who am I to judge? <laughs> we all know your decision on the white Russell or some random nerd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what is she doing? Anyway. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I really liked how they, in, uh, well, not introduced, but showcased PTSD. Because I, I think mm -hmm. it was very important to, for Kate's character. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that we looked into them more, uh, and and they did it beautifully. I was very satisfied with that. Um, but yeah, she's she's just like her father. <laughs> mm -hmm. And by that, we're specifically talking about how she's right. So mm -hmm. in the beginning, we learned that she's got a girlfriend. That she's in a yeah. somewhat committed relationship in. They're very yeah. int like intimate with each other. They work together at the same school. The girlfriend yep. offers for them to move in together. Kate seems kind of apprehensive, but ultimately agrees. But then she's like looking at the key and like thinking about it hard. Like, haven't you learned? Yeah. Right. They I talk about learning from mistakes. Like, right. I think she's referring to the fact that she just can't commit. Could be. Mm. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she's been known to cheat or have other relationships. Just like Daddy. Yeah, like Daddy. <laughs> I fucking Daddy's hate that. But anyway. And then we get that line too. There's a part where it comes <laughs> one of the flashbacks and Kate actually says like, I don't deserve this. I'm, I'm no better. Yeah. 
So she's actually like, she's starting to like have this realization. Uh, but I agree with you, Lily, like the, 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 the way they portray the PTSD in like these quick flashes of action or they take a shot and they merge together something that's happened previous. So like, it looks like it's yeah. happening now in, in mm-hmm. the same time. Uh, yeah. I think that's probably it's amazing. Really cool. And she froze. Like yeah. Yeah. every time they got into like a, a tight situation in there, she just froze because even the sounds and everything were like triggering in. Um, but I didn't quite understand is why did they go back to the school, I guess, for the flashback sake, because otherwise they had no business there, to be fair. Yeah, I took it as the, that's the direction they needed to go. It just happened to go by her school, Maybe. I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Happened to go by, by her favorite coffee shop went before her it was favorite destroyed coffee shop. Her, form, her former workplace. All the places well, I mean, that trigger core memories. Yeah, it was through yeah. her neighborhood. So I assume because it's through her old neighborhood, that's where yeah. this was. Maybe. Close mm-hmm. by. Uh, I don't know. Possibly. Just uh, before we actually got to the PTSD, I just want to mention like this was the part where I really started to like like Kentaro's characters when he got just found a bag of chips and just started yes. eating and there was like, why why are you doing this? Like he what? Hungry, like, Tom. Yeah, I know, but like that the characters saying why does I always been like, Good job, man. Like get your food. <laughs> um but it's just like he's eating evidence now. It's just he's like, like, like loudly crunching. Fun. It was so yeah. great. Yeah, like they're, they're sneaking <laughs> through and you just hear like Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird kind of shift in things too, because they all got kind of lighthearted for a little bit between the mm-hmm. chip and then a little bit later when Kentaro just suddenly starts singing. And it's like Because they are all in it together and they just realize they're the final me. I also saw the scene part as them starting to bond as siblings. Yes. yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They start to realize that they have this mutual connection of sibling hood. Even though yeah. they didn't grow up together, they have a mutual yeah. memory with their and father. Kintaro's yeah. also doing a good job to kind of like lighten Kate up a little bit because he realizes what she's going through. Like she's mm-hmm. going through some shit. So mm-hmm. he's just doing, yeah. I guess, what any of us would do just be stupid yeah. and, you know? Yeah. yeah. And also, he had I mean, a very important line previously, uh, as they are uh, going to the bomb in the truck, and and you know they they say that they were like um, this. Um, what do you call them? Cat- catastrophe tourists, or what is it called? Oh, uh, the, uh, the oh, yeah. disaster, disaster disaster tourists, or something like yes. that. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they are like, yeah, how, how can people do that? And it's just so that. And then Cantor is like, yeah, my mom tried to get a ticket to look for them, and everyone's like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was right, after, right after May said, yeah, they're a bunch of scumbags. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, my yeah. mum tried to. Yeah. yeah. It's like not everyone is there to be, you know, just taking photos. Or whatever. Bucks, yeah. 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 Some people are looking for someone, maybe, possible. True. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, with when they were searching and they, had, well, they all had their torches on, when they encountered the military and they had to run away, they didn't turn their torches off. <laughs> like it's like they did at how, one point, and then they, they did at one it. point. But like when they were right behind the car, like they still had the yes. torches on. I'm like, turn your fucking torches off. That's how they'll see you. And then they <laughs> run away with the torches, like facing <laughs> that way. So like, the lights like facing behind them. It's like you deserve to get shot at this point. Like, Jesus. <laughs> like not that I wanted them to, but like if they're being that stupid, like come on. Maybe they forgot that they had torches on them. Okay, Tom. God. <laughs> Panic. <laughs> oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> and then Kate also lost her bag. 
I realized like after like they went because uh, actually I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. I didn't even notice myself. that honestly, but good. I mean, noticed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well it was after like they left under when underground, and when they left, I yeah. just realized Kentaro and May still had their backpacks, but then Kate just didn't have one. So I'm like, mm. have you just like did you just like ditch it? Then I thought Maybe. it'd be funny if she yeah. if the keys to like the eventual office was in her bag, and then they get to the office store. It's like I don't got the keys anymore. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that, but then she just pulled it out of her pocket. Yeah. So th- there's another part to the flashback too, where we see Kate in her day job as a teacher and she's in a classroom with some kids and it's like the classroom is really light, but the kids are all huddled around a phone watching the footage of the Muto and Godzilla from, I think, Hawaii. I think that's what that footage was. Probably, from. yeah. And the kids are talking about uh, what's going on and Kate was like, you know, no phones, typical school <laughs> kind of thing. But then she looks at the video and she's like, oh, it must be internet prank. And then quickly they find out that oh, maybe it's not so much a prank because another school official or personnel Principal. comes in and says that they're on alert because they're watching that yeah. situation. So then it's like, oh, okay, so maybe this is a, an issue, uh, which is an interesting insight to like, okay, yeah, that's right. She's a teacher. Like, yeah, it's kind of, it didn't exactly click in the beginning. Like, yeah, she's on a school bus with kids, but. That could have been any number of reasons she was on a school bus with kids. They didn't really specifically say, you know. What What are the other reasons then? Just <laughs> uh, it could have been escaping. just an evacuation effort. Yeah, evacuation in bus. general. Yeah, but it was like kids, 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 and then one adult. She could have been a teacher's assistant. She could have been an aide. Could have been she a volunteer. Could have been a lot of things. They didn't say she was a teacher specifically. I don't know. That was my first old life. She's a teacher. Done. Either way, we now see her as a teacher. Back into current time, the kids make their way to they they were in the tunnels where Kate was getting more PTSD and she has a bit of a a panic attack. And she kind of like sees Kentaro as her dad and like starts yelling Mm -hmm. at him. So he's like, All right, I'm just I'm gonna fuck off at this point. Um, and then May jumps in. Lily cried. Just that's where Lily cried. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It it really got to me. I was like, oh, okay, this is just heartbreaking to be fair. Like, you know, with with her remembering that last moment uh, uh, with her dad and then just seeing Kentaro there and just automatically thinking like oh it's my dad again and he's leaving again and just go and i was like oh god what is going on <laughs> somebody put, hit yeah. lily's feels button yeah. yeah and just the like what's what's possibly more important than us like that line i was like oh damn yeah. mm. hit right in feels but i also enjoyed that how kentara was trying his like as you mentioned before like he was just trying his best to make sure kate felt safe I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like as soon as he realized, oh, dad, yeah, boy, he just yeah. left a cool, I'm just gonna figure stuff out and try and help the best I can. I'm like, that's also where I was just like, No, you are you're a solid dude. Like yeah. you're trying your best. You've you've come come you've had some character growth, you've come back around and like I, I do enjoy watching uh how he solves tries to solve and help the um Kate and even May. Mm-hmm. I guess he's great. Let's be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then um, we get this other f- part of the flashback from uh, G-Day, G-Day minus one, potentially. Well, there was G-Day minus one, and then there was G-Day. And during G-Day, they were trying to evacuate the school. And then this is the scene where, like, the principal is asking Kate if she wants to be on the school bus or go with the other teacher, which is the girl who's... She's Kate's, yeah. 
person that they called Danny in that scene. And she had this like hesitation and it's like, Oh, okay. Why is she hesitating? But then it comes, go back to the current day where, you know, they're still dealing with some of case PTSD. And we get that scene where may steps in and calms Kate down, which was really interesting because it, it got real intimate really fast. And then there was that really tight close up shot of May's face. And I couldn't help but take that as like, like how, it, how is Kate perceiving this right now? And like, because especially with, we're seeing like these flashbacks of like her relationships and ordeals that she's been going through with people in her past. Um, and then of course, when we go back, we realize and see that Kate had actually spent the night with a different woman previously. So now we see her with a different woman and then it cuts back to her trying to decide, do I want to go on the bus or do I want to go with my girlfriend? And that directly influences her decision to say, I'm going to go on the bus because she can't make the commitment to her girlfriend. So it's like, that was a life altering decision. Mm -hmm. Also, we don't know what happened with the girlfriend because maybe she would have stayed back. She would be dead because I'm I'm, I'm assuming she's dead. I was under the impression that she died and that's part of Kate's trauma. Oh yeah. 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 Survivor's guilt, extra, extra survivor's guilt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. It's it's like you know. I I will just quickly say that uh, I hmm. I don't think this series needs like this whole romantic thing going on. I do get a you know it's part of life and whatever. But I I just at this point I just really hope that they don't start to mess with that. Like now Katie's mm-hmm. into May and then but May was with Kentaro and it's like but. May just wants to get with all the randos. That's all. Yeah, like (laughs) we don't need that. No, I. I mean, honestly, I just think May was just trying to help her calm down. Like, I don't think that was anything. Yeah, it could have been just more uh, reciprocal for Kate helping her in Alaska. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think it was just I'm trying to be a friend, sort of. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's how I took it as well. Like, I I don't think that was anything else there other than you know focus here. And and mm. because that's like mm. you know with someone with PTSD having yeah. a, a, a panic attack, then you you have to make them focus on one thing. Otherwise, it's yeah. kind of a mm. lost thing. So you know it made sense. It made sense, uh, and it made sense that May did it because of what we mentioned previously that Kentaro realized that he's not the solution in this situation. That also made me cry. By the way, this mm. this whole Kate and May, I was like, oh, that's just awful. Like just you're like your dad, but also like. <laughs> Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so mean. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> Couldn't have guessed it. Mm. What are you so, talking about? I'm always nice to you. Shut up. Oh, always. I'm sorry. <laughs> always. <laughs> anyway. Kate snaps out of it. The, yes. the, gr- the gang regroups. They get to the building where Hiroshi's oh, office the cats. Follow they the followed cat. the cats. They sure did. <laughs> and very Kitty, importantly, Kitty it's not just cat ladies. It's cat men as cat well. Cat men. And- <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, uncle, the cat I man. was laughing so hard because yep. May was, was just like, cool. Cool. <laughs> like, but like, you know, fair enough. <laughs> right. yeah, that's true. Right. That's true. Right. It's 2015. Well. Yeah. 2015. Anyone can be anything they want. People are progressive like cat. that. Yeah. yeah. Man can be cat men as well. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Cat man's just got a cat mask. 
so rounding out this episode, they find uh, Hiroshi's office in San Francisco, and they see a similar map on the wall to the one that was in his office in Japan. This time, however, didn't have a safe hidden behind it. But then by some miracle of science, Kentaro figures out, like, oh, I'm going to put a paper on the wall, and I'm going to poke some holes in it. It's, and it's the artist's project. eye. I'm and, sorry, but, but that part was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. Mm, that is was no stu- fucking. It there's no fucking way why that would have burned like that. Like unless there's like the sun is directly like, wait, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna shine just right there, just through that. Wait, mm-hmm. hold on, bro. That's that's not how it happened. That that's not how it burns. Yeah, that, like, you that know. scene was a bit full of bullshit. The but, sun yeah. is exactly in the right position to make this work. Just ex- yes. Yeah, like I get the science of like having the image to project on the map mm-hmm. but all of the little bits to make it happen in that scene were like eh, that's not how that works <laughs> too convenient I mean, it would have made more sense to grab the flashlight hold it up and then i would be like okay yeah that that makes because it because that's a fixed still. point with the yeah, light right <laughs> yeah exactly but mm-hmm. like he put it on on the window and i was like just immediately just rays of sunshine and i'm like that's that's not how it works <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not to mention with like an early morning rising sun in San yeah. Francisco, no less. Yeah, there's a lot of fog. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> but no one's been there, so it hasn't been made enough fog yet. It was oh, destroyed. Okay. They destroyed the fog. The fog was destroyed. They destroyed the fog. <laughs> they destroyed the fog. <laughs> <laughs> New theory. Oh, Taylor was like, oh. <laughs> 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 He's like, nah, nah, I'm Good fog. Hey, it yeah, hydrates. I have that in my notes too. Like they, okay, by some miracle, they piece together this information and like, cool, we got it. Let's go. And they're, they had this little kind of like go team moment of yeah. like, we did it. And then boom, they're back home. So they get back out of the city. They go back to Kate's mom's. We get a little bit of like specific exposition with each character. So now Kate's having this revelation with her mom. Her mom has those lines about the husband with Hiroshi saying like, yeah, I was okay with him being a part-time husband but then she that wasn't fair to dead. you yes yeah. and then kate says we we uh that dad didn't die in alaska he might still be alive and that's where you get the aha moment with her mom and she's like i'm that gonna find mom, him she just wants to be with james he's waiting for her like you know and yeah. then this asshole daughter is like by the way dad might be alive and i'm like <laughs> Thanks, daughter. Thanks. <laughs> She's like, she just wants to go through her cougar phase. Yeah. Right. I'm just ready. Let her be. <laughs> <laughs> Let her go after I'm, a younger man. Jesus. I'm just going to say that this is one of the most dramatic episodes and we're such idiots. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a coping Do, mechanism. Okay. It's like, that's how we cope with drama. If you, don't laugh, you, if you don't laugh, you cry. That's, right. Yeah. You don't want me to cry. I'm very ugly when I cry. <laughs> or like Brandy's calls it snot crying snot crying yeah yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. so to close out this episode we get the shot of May walks off and pulls out a phone and it's like well, I wonder who she's calling obviously she's calling Duval with that phone number that she was given and she's like I want to go home what do I got to do so, too quick too mm-hmm. quick I okay. think they should have waited with that decision so I, this this brings me around to a theory that I think Duval and Tim are trying to work some alternate angles still. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. Mm. I, I think that's very clear uh, from the beginning. To be fair, from the episodes beginning, like you know, Duo wants this, and then Tim is a softy, and and he's presumably the the good guy in this scenario. Mm-hmm. And and I I I wouldn't be surprised if it turned out that Duo is like working for someone else as well, not just Monarch. I think it's a possibility. Well, Maybe Tim knows something about Duval, which is why he didn't want the information episode one to go straight to her. So it's like, hey, I don't trust Duval because like it, yeah. it goes to her before it goes. I'm assuming is Sarah Zawa the head? Was he just like the lead researcher? I mean, they haven't really talked enough about Sarah Zawa yeah. to really mm-hmm. give us that specific yeah. information in the well, show. He was only just referenced yeah. one time. She just said yeah. Sarah Zawa. Yeah, because I was yeah. just thinking like if if Sarah Zawa is at the top. And then Duvall's under him. Maybe thinks I'm getting to Sarah Zawa because Duvall's acting on her own. And then like that kind of caused G-Day, which is why Tim is now trying to circumvent her. Are you talking about Duvall or Verdugo? Verdugo. Verdugo. Oh, Verdugo. Yeah. Verdugo, sorry. Yes, Verdugo. Too many names. Duvall's the French woman. Yeah, because I think him and Duvall are like their partners. Those two are are besties for resties. And Verdugo (laughs) is the person who's trying to do her own thing. And then Tim's like... Don't trust you. I'll do it myself, and then I can somehow get an audience with Sarah Zawa, whoever's in charge, to fix it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 So yes, not yes. your theory, Dan. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, I, th- I figured that's where you were going. I was like, hold on. Okay. So I, uh, yeah, I, I think I you just got it. the names mixed up. Yeah. Good, names are good. hard. It's it's a hard <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I just think that May's decision to like I kind of see it because you know they are building up this. Uh, sibling relationship between Kentaro and Kate and then you know May is just kind of there because they have to do it together and whatnot and and she has the files and and whatever and maybe she's seeing this bond between them forming and she's like ah shit maybe I should go back to my sister okay in that sense it's it's fine but I'm like I wish they would have waited a little bit more with it or I wish we wouldn't know about that call because that would be a bit more interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know because May is kind of like, I mean, I'm having a hard time feeling her out because I always thought she was shady, but it's like she was really helping Kate and it seems like she's not as pissed off at Kentaro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, okay, well, she, she, it seems like she's coming around to them, but then she makes this call. So I'm like, okay, wait, wait, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm having a hard time feeling her out. Like, is she really like fucking them over or? I see this as a certain situation that you, we kind of see in a lot of TV. And I hope it's not this then because it's very predictable. I see it as kind of like, it's that thing that leads to the second act moment where like, whatever May is doing is going to lead to Kate and Kentaro finding out, and then they're going to get really mad at May. And May's going to feel like shit for it. But then they're going to find out that because she did it, it saves their lives or it works out in the end. And then they're going to be like, oh, it's a good thing you did that. We're not mad at you anymore. <laughs> but it's still shitty that she did it. You magically fixed so, it. I hope it doesn't play out that way, because again, mm. I don't want it to be that predictable. Mm. Yeah. But that's kind of what I see happening. It yeah, is probably I think that predictable yeah. to be fair. I'm just. I think I'd. Uh, no, go I ahead. Think I'd, I think I'd like that if it goes the same way as your the predictable thing, but she doesn't like feel bad about it. 
like with her because like since episode two, she's just like, I just want to go home. You've ruined my life. I need to get back X, Y, Z. So it's like, she has the opportunity and she's like, I'm sorry that I like sold you out, but I need to care for myself more. So then she just kind of goes away and she doesn't feel bad or has to come back and help. She just like properly just stays away. I think that could be like a, a, yeah. an interesting way to, to oh, subvert yeah. expectations, I guess. Mm. Except so, like, she's the only down. one with the file, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I maybe think that's going to be the exchange, like, you know, you help us, give us the files, fuck off. Done. Yeah. But originally, <laughs> like, she was going to go back to Tokyo, like, in the beginning. And Kintaro was like, to do what? To go back to the life that I destroyed or something? And then she's like, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. You know, and then she's yeah. just like, mm-hmm. like I don't think she knew what to do or where to go, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. why I'm very confused by her right now. She, she is so very much an anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. Still. It makes sense that she wants to see the sister, especially, like I said, after, you know, who she saw between Kentaro and Kate. She, she's probably reminded that, ah, shit. It could Maybe. also be that she almost died, that she's like, yeah, I want to see my sister. Probably, <laughs> yeah. That's probably that could play a part. The sister doesn't exist. (laughs) Who is she talking on the phone? Imagine that twist. Oh, no. Her imaginary Mm. friend? I don't know. Yeah. Or just, she just talks to herself. Hi, Lyra. mm -hmm. Hi, me. I mean, mean, (laughs) who doesn't talk to themselves on a daily basis? I mean, like, on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I call myself all the time. Yeah, there you go. It, It helps get the human interaction out of the way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, to take us out of this, <laughs> then, let's get on to our episode ratings. Who's going to tell us about all their snot cries first? I didn't have snot cries. I know. It was, it was a good show. Um, it was a really good episode, though. Like, I'm going to give it a nine because this was probably one of my favorites so far like it had a lot of story a lot of like it felt like it was really moving it along to a good point so i'm i'm ready to find out so much more but i'm still very confused (laughs) Um, randy's just confused i'm very confused randy's Randy's always confused happy but confused (laughs) (laughs) um i agree i'd agree with the nine I, it's been my favorite episode so far. Um, yeah, just like the family drama, uh, expanding on the backstories, the motivations some of these characters have and like how they've started to grow. And again, the, the mysteries with still developing with Monarch and Verdugo and Tim and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think this, this episode did really well in sort of both continuing and setting stuff up for the back half of the season. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I want to point something out that was really interesting to me. Like at the very end of the episode, like they're leading Shaw down that hallway and he looks up like at the camera and it's Duval that's looking at him. So I'm wondering like like how big of a role she's going to play in helping Shaw. We find so, I'm very interested. Again, I'm confused, but I'm very interested. <laughs> Confuse, confuse, confuse confused, confused, but in a good way because I really want to know. Like, I have to Fine. keep watching to figure it out. Okay, okay. I also Very give well. it a nine, nine easily. Yeah, it was, it made me cry, so you know. 
it, it already worked. <laughs> it's yeah. I I I hope they they stay on this path where it's like you know they were quite unlikable in the previous episode. I voiced this in there as well, and and I I like that they tone them down. Like you know you don't always have to be assholes uh, mm-hmm. in all the situations. So I'm like. Yes, I like this a lot more. The dynamic works a lot more as well. Uh, and, and yeah, it, it progressed the story. So I, I think we can safely say that the previous episode was kind of a filler in a way. Because uh, it, it didn't do much still. I mean, still it gave us character people. background on Kentaro and May. Yeah. 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 It gave us character but background I, on Kate. Because I, yeah, I enjoyed Kentaro's sort of like backstory because that's like gave me an yeah. insight to like how he, he was thinking about things and like, why he was maybe a bit of a dick because like he's so hard to try and impress his father and then like inferiority complex and imposter syndrome. And I, I kind of liked how they all meshed yeah, that together. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that, but like the two episodes compared to each other, this yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think they moved it forward a lot more. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. The, ca- yeah. the character connections are really, really working well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. I like when people are nice to each other, okay? That's the thing. <laughs> you were really Worst salty about how mean they were to each other the last episode. I hated him. And like, you know, like you make me dislike these characters actively. Mm. Like, you know, and, and here I'm like, okay. Like it started off great because when as I said, when May said that Kentaro saved us, I was like Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. And so for me, uh, I think this was a great episode. I agree with everything you guys are all saying. I'm going to give it an eight, though, mm. because it didn't have any sweet, sweet monster action. Sure. It great did. stuff. Good stuff. But In I mean, we, we got the flashbacks of San Francisco. Yes. You got the Godzilla only, and Muto's They were repeated humping. shots, though. Yeah, whatever. Those were shots <laughs> we've already seen. Yeah. There were quick flashbacks. Yeah. I agree yeah, with especially. a lot of everything you guys said. I, I really, really, really appreciate the Kate's flashback scenes. Like those to me were extensions of the 2014 movie because mm-hmm. we're seeing things that happened at that time. We're seeing mm-hmm. what was happening to other people that aren't the people that were in that movie. The few, you know, soldiers uh, that we followed, the, the boring characters that we followed in that movie. <laughs> and now we're getting a much more dynamic relationship of someone who was going through this drama in their lives and then put into that horrible, wretched situation with watching a bunch of kids die that they had, were close mm-hmm. to. Uh, and just no, how she just saw them fall. Maybe they survived. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to tell me <laughs> Keiko, Keiko died. died. Just like Keiko. But the kids you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was sure. Like, That's, this sure. Well, if, you, if you believe Keiko lived, then you believe the kids lived. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they fell yeah. into a hollow earth hole. They, they, <laughs> they fell into the hollow earth and didn't immediately explode from the inverse It fell into a bed of giant baby cockroaches. That's what they fell into. A bed of cockroaches. A fluffy bed of cockroaches. They're going to be playing with uh, Kong in the new Godzilla. <laughs> they're going to be found in cocoons and not be dead yet. <gasps> That's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> they were just gently caught. They, they were turned into cats. Or maybe, maybe we didn't. <laughs> yeah, or maybe we didn't see and got to love and like, okay, I'm gonna catch you now. Yeah, like just, huh. yeah. he pulls <laughs> yeah. a Superman. Yeah, and just caught them and said, "See, yeah. I sorted it out." <laughs> but anyways, like, I'm giving it. A, I'm gonna a little lower mm-hmm. on the score just because, like, 
there's elements that I'd like to see in the show that I didn't see, but I do really appreciate the drama and the story uh, of the characters and the, moving things along. Finally, like the pacing in this one was way better than the last episode. And it didn't feel like as much like nails on a chalkboard in that sense. But preview for next week, episode six, terrifying miracles. Shaw finds an unlikely ally within Monarch as the team has a harrowing run in. Keiko and Lee grow closer while at a military ball. This episode is going to be 49 minutes. The first line of this leans into what Brandy was talking about with the ally. So who's the ally? Is it Duvall? Is it Duvall and Tom? Or is it just Tom? Tim. Me? Tim, Tom. Tim, Tom. Tim, Tom. Tim, Tom, Tom needs to change his Discord name. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Tom. It's like Tim, Tam. It's Tim, Tim. It's not Tim, what's, Tam. It's Tim, Tom. It's Tim, Tam. It's a biscuit in Australia. <laughs> So, so what you're saying is you're a biscuit. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yes. So biscuit and <laughs> biscuit theory. Biscuit and Duval. Yes. Biscuit and Duval. <laughs> yeah. So at least this episode is still relatively long. Uh, and hopefully we get some good action in this one when they talk about a harrowing run in. And we're going to get some more background on Keiko and Lee in the past. I'm hoping that this is going to be that they hook up, essentially. Is what yes, please. Because that would be the, the good decision, let's be fair. Mm-hmm. Like, why gonna fuck. And then we're going to learn that the Randa kids aren't Randa kids at all. They're shock kids. <laughs> shock kids. <laughs> shock. <laughs> what a shocker. They're shock kids. Oh, no. Shock kids. So, like, Tim said... <laughs> Shaw is their grandpappy. <laughs> and they, they, they move themselves an entire family. See? Mm. Mm. They have two moms, a grandpa who's should be 90, but it's 50. <laughs> <laughs> and and well, a maybe, maybe, dad. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Maybe he ages mm. back to Wyatt Russell. <laughs> He's not me saying that I don't like Kurt Russell, but like <laughs> he, no, he jumps into the whole earth, does like a timey wimey stuff, and yeah, then pops back out. Timey wimey, <gasps> boop, mm. boop, just pops Done. out. I love that. Yes, yes. All right. There we go. So I think we got our theories locked and loaded for next <laughs> week. It'll <laughs> be a good one. I'm hoping that this is an upward trend, and like the next four episodes are just going to like crank it out, or is it five episodes, six, seven, five. nine, ten? Five, yeah, five episodes. Right. So hopefully it's just a constant increasing awesomeness as we keep going here. At least hopeful for that. But yeah. More Wyatt Russell. Russell, All the Wyatt Russell. (laughs) So thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Monarch Files. Be sure to catch us every week at 2 p.m. PST uh, on Tuesdays at Couch Soup on YouTube. Plus you can listen to us everywhere you listen to podcasts under the Watching Now banner. Thank you all for joining us, and thank you, Brandy, Tom, Tim Tam, Biscuit Tom, and Lily. And be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to all of Couch Soup and feed your hungry nerd soul. Yeah. That's a little roar.
Right the next, the next episode is just going to be Kentaro <laughs> being Catman. My uncle's a cat man. He and he just shows up at the end. He, he's going to be the ally at the end. The just cat cat man. Man. He's going to be like um, Ultraman, where he grows really big and yes. he can fight the monsters with Godzilla. It's going to be like meow. Cat man. Meow. He's going to be like the Power Rangers. Like, brruh, brruh. No. It's just like I'm Catman. Meow gets shot meow. immediately. <laughs> Bam. It's like, like Indiana Jones. Meow, just slam. Him. Yeah, pretty much. And it's just gonna fight Godzilla like meow meow. <laughs> okay, I, I stop now. I'm very then, tired. You know, the, the, the atomic brings like a laser pointer. So he, he like breaks atomic breath goes, ooh, he's pouncing and chasing the Godzilla breath. <laughs> uh Brand- Brandy's yeah. bored of us, so you know. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.